Western Front podcast. We're back. We had a mid-season buy and an enforced layoff, but it's good to be back. A mixed weekend for the teams in Western Australia. The West Coast Eagles continue their winning run at the MCG. That's five in a row at the home of footy. And the Fremantle Dockers lost the unlosable game. Gibbons hacks it. Off-hands, Casbolt. He's wrestling. He's trying to take them all on. Fisher, clever. Murphy, the veteran. The sidestep. The banana. Mark Murphy. Coming up on the show, well, plenty to talk about. Don't forget, left field, right field. We've got Tim's top three. We've got Reed the play. We've got Gostradamus. And we'll dissect the derby. It is derby number 50. As I welcome, as they say in the classics, old mate Lockie Reed. Timmy G, great to have you back. Um, now, uh, a question, a question straight off the top. We're not going to muck around. You have been absent for the last couple of weeks. And, and footy clubs have injury lists. Um, and Channel 10, of course, on their website, we like to update people if they get injured. <laughs> and uh, you can log on to 10.com.au, go to the injury list. And unfortunately, I just had to put you down as TBA like every other footy club, because <laughs> we weren't sure when you were going to be back. Can you uh, give us an update on the injury and uh, just the likelihood of you actually sitting in the big chair in the sports desk next to Dorelda? When is that going to happen? Well, I don't think they'll be sitting in the big chair for some time. So, oh. yeah. I'll look. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Woo! You'll be I can see you, right? Not I... because you're not here, just, you know. It's my chair now, Tim. <laughs> I can just see your eyes light up then. Absolutely brilliant. No, there won't be any sitting in that chair for a little time. Now, this is just a very small step back, the, the podcast and all the cashies that you do. You can't all of a sudden have everything dry up, so I'll be doing other jobs that are paid gigs, just a top-up lot. Yeah. Uh, but I'm taking sick leave as per Channel 10, as per normal. But, yes, a neck injury, spinal injury, a nerve injury. Um, haven't been feeling great, but I'm on the road to recovery thanks to the team at St. Charles Gardner Hospital, St. John of God Subiaco, Team 10 and Bronwyn Gossage, who has done an awesome job along with the kids. Yeah, you get on my nerves a lot, so fair enough that you'd be <laughs> sick like that. Uh, so good to see you back. Thank you. Uh, so I can take away TBA and say what? Or are we keeping it as TBA at the moment? TBA. You're the yep. Aaron Sandlands of the media world. I'll be, I'll be back for the finals. <laughs> Trip to the grand final. Just in time. Just in time. All right, okay. Good we'll to be update back, that. We'll update that. Thank you, Lockie. All right. We're very excited about the weekends. Uh, the Eagles got the win. and uh, I've got a question later on for left field, right field, about the Dockers. It's relevant to them. But um, they fell in a heap. They disrespected Carlton yes, on the weekend. Yeah, well, when you say disrespected, I'll be interested to know the left field, right field question, where you're going with that. But it was the unlosable game, but it was also a game that I really felt that it was danger. You just think everything was loaded in Carlton's favour. Hang on. No Paddy Cripps, no Doherty. Charlie Curnow goes down in the first 10, 15 minutes of the game. Mackay, 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 that's him, yes, leading goal kicker. Four players, four of their best players out, and Fremantle are at home at Optus Stadium with finals on the line, and they put up that crap after quarter time. Wow. Wow, that'll get out. Yeah. Anyway. Well, it was, Tim. Did you call me Tim? Yes. Did you? Yeah. I'm not in trouble. I haven't done nothing Mate. wrong. I didn't play. Mate, since I have taken over the sports department, I run a tight <laughs> ship and it's a very respectable ship. Respectable. Okay? And I said ship. <laughs> respectable. Yes. Not respectful. 
That's it. That's the word. Yep. <laughs> righty. There's Glenn Jakovic on the podcast. <laughs> nice work. Hey, how is Jacko? Have you seen Jacko lately? No, I haven't. He'll be out in force this week because it is the Derby. Derby, Derby number 50. And he starred in the Derby. He's a good mate, Glenn Jakovic. Speaking of 50s, mm. who were the only two players to wear number 50 in a Western Derby? <sighs> Question without oh, notice. This is like, yeah. Straight off the say. top. Because um, it is Derby 50. Would Ryan Turnbull have worn 50? Played in nine Derbies, one eight. So he was 50? Yep. It's, um, yeah, he okay. only wore 50. It's the only number he wore. <sighs> Fremantle. Fremantle. Played in the very first derby. Oh, well, mate, I wasn't born in the very first 1995 derby. round seven. Had yeah. 19 disposals. Ripping fella. Sandover medalist. People will remember the day after he won the Sandover medal, he rode to training on a motorbike with his dog on the back. Billy Mildenhall. Oh, I should have known Billy. Yeah. Did he wear 50? Yeah, number 50. Is... Yep, number 50. Billy Mildenhall had 19 in Derby, number seven. It was the Mother's Day Massacre, with 85 points, whatever it was. Yep. But anyway, so two players have worn 50, and it is Western Derby, number 50. Let's cast our eye back to the weekend. Let's talk about the West Coast Eagles. But let's reminisce, because on the Western front, we had a good mate of ours, your bestie, uh, second bestie, uh, Chris Murphy, <laughs> And we laid down the challenge to Chris to come up with a song about a bloke called Nick Nat Nui. Now, this is before Nat Nui was Nat Nui. Yeah, well, yeah, he just got onto the list, I think, of the West Coast Eagles. He'd been on the list probably two years. And we asked our man, Chris Murphy, to pen and produce and perform a song. This is what he came up with. On a quiet street in Midvale, playing kick to kick, Yaron and Walter shout, kick it to me, Nick. Kick it to me, Nick. An ugly duckling that turned into a swan That turned into an eagle Now he's in a reggae song Watch out, you hardly see him Hats up to the flying Fijian Nick Nat, you'll have to see him to believe it What number did it go to in the Apple charts? Well, I think it was at number one for about 30 weeks straight Um <laughs> That is why uh, I have a little chateau in um, chateau chateau uh, in Italy. Um, nah, do they have chateaus? I don't know. Chateau. I thought you were going to say Paris, <laughs> Paris, or yeah. Monaco, or Mount Buller. <laughs> you're lucky to get to Bullsbrook, let alone Mount Buller. <laughs> All right, no disrespect. I'm a Melbourne to supporter. Mount Buller's just down the road <laughs> yeah. for me. Yeah, how are they going? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. So well done. So that was Nick Natnui, and he's back in action, and he returned against Hawthorne. And, look, there's been mixed... Ba- I mean, Lee Matthews. What was Lee Matthews? Lee Matthews on the same gear that I've been on over the last couple of weeks, <laughs> saying that he had oh, he's really struggling. Now, Nui was game-changing. And, again, and I heard some Melbourne Radio Monday, and we're recording this on a Monday morning, the 1st of July, happy financial year, um, that he basically just turns the defence around because he gets up over the top of the opposition ruckman. And that's when you speak to all the West Coast Eagles players. Bottom line is, when Nick Nat Nui is on the ground... The game changes. The formation of centre square changes. The, the the I mean, he just had it on a string. Yeah, and I think he provides confidence to his teammates, yep. more importantly. Yep. I mean, they know that this big hulking frame is in the middle of the ground, and not only is he massive, but he also jumps very, very high. And that 6-6-6 six, six and six rule, he is going to exploit that big time. I reckon give him three weeks, and I think uh, we're going to see the benefit. It'll be Nat Nui Shui. 
throughout the finals. Yeah, no doubt about that. Well, Adam Simpson, the coach of the West Coast Eagles, pretty relieved that Nick Nat was back and he said he did make a decided difference in the closing stages. There's intensity and then there's Nick intensity. Um, and I reckon we saw that probably once or twice today. In the last quarter, the first bounce or two, you just saw that that intensity that no one can match. Um, and we've missed that. Now, Luke Shuey's last quarter. Now, I got on the Twitter... And I'm, yeah, I must admit, I'm going to declare my hand here. Yeah. One bloke did say on the Twitter, don't tweet when you're on the gear. I'm actually going to uh, tell you now, yep. I'm, you're banned from Twitter <laughs> over the next week and a half. Seriously, because <laughs> you, will, you will do the Bryce Cotton and just Insta-story something after taking a couple of tablets. Ooh, a couple? <laughs> I've got my own pharmacy going on at the moment. I feel so like John Warsman. You're banned, all right? And, and actually... Okay. I've spoken to Bronwyn, your lovely wife, and she is now in charge of your phone. All right? So that's it. No more tweeting. No, nah, okay. Because I cop the consequences. Yep. Sorry. I man. get the phone calls and the text messages yep. and people walk, past. what about Gosser? He's up and about at the moment. I go, yeah, he's certainly up and about. So keeps... no more. Okay. No more tweets. Because I did say that... Um... Every, I had my best three. I had Jetta. Th- I thought Jetta was close to best. Was good. Good. Yeah. Um, who did I give two votes to? I said, Shepherd was good and Darling. Mm-hmm. So that were the three I gave. Mm. And then I said, what about Luke Shuey? Now, Luke Shuey had 15, seven contested, blue bar blue, kicked a goal, 50-meter penalty, all that sort of stuff. Understand how good he was in the last quarter, Luke Shuey. Mm. But I thought there was significant that Adam Simpson said post-game that he felt his midfield needed to make up ground and he laid down a challenge at three-quarter time because they'd been handsomely beaten prior to that. Well, they did win in the last quarter, didn't they? Yeah, but you, but you only make back up, of Luke. Mate, they only had two inside fifties for about twenty-five minutes in the third quarter, and he was in the midfield. Yeah, are you having a crack at my mate Luke? I'm a Luke Shuey fan. What well, I'm you can't, that's what people say when they have a crack at someone, and then they come back and go, "Oh no, but I love Luke Shuey." No, but I don't think he was in the best three. We'll find out in the votes, the Bankwest votes coming up a little bit later. Yeah. Turn our attention to Fremantle. So the game ebbed and flowed. Five goals in front, can't lose. Carlton, with all we've mentioned already on the podcast. Hello for people who are tuning in. It's good to be back. Are mm. we sponsored yet? No, we're not. But we don't need to be sponsored to continue on. It's just quality broadcasting right now. No, look, <laughs> I, got no I was really disappointed in Fremantle. I know uh, you were. Uh, I mean, I, they were fantastic Careful in the first saying. quarter. Careful what you're saying. Five straight goals. Yep. Looked the goods. Yep. Up and about. Yep. They allowed 17 inside 50 to zero in the second quarter. Wow, that's a lot. 17 inside 50s. At some stage, someone had to take a stranglehold of that mm-hmm. game and mm-hmm. turn it around. Mm-hmm. Who did? Well, Fifey tried his heart out. I'll give it to Fifey. I thought he was uh, superb all game. Didn't Jack Silvani tag him out in the last quarter? Uh, for Jack three Silvani. quarters, Fifey was fantastic. Jack Silvani's last quarter was <laughs> He was good. He was very good. Um, I don't know. Look, Mate, they were five goals up yeah. at home yeah. on their home turf. Yeah. I know they didn't have Jesse Hogan and yeah. Rory Lobbs out Jesse, and everything. Hey, now, you know how you mentioned us previous about <laughs> staying off the Twitter. Staying off the tweet. He had a crack at yeah. Tom Morris from mm. Fox, who was doing the cricket. Yeah. Called him a leech and, oh, yeah. wow. All of a sudden, it disappeared. Mm. Delete. Yeah, too late. Screen save. Do you know how to delete? Because you might need to. I screen saved Jesse's stuff. Did you? Just in case. Yeah, okay. Anyway, Stay we're, off the we're Twitter, talking Jess. about we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> you and Goss are banned. Yep. Uh, we're talking about the Dockers. I was just disappointed because that was the game they needed to win, put everything on the line. They would have guaranteed finals by winning that game. Yep. 
Well, now they've set themselves up to lose a spot in the finals. And they've got the derby to go this week. The West Coast Eagles will be red-hot favourites. More on that in a moment. Hey, congratulations to Network 10, the only free-to-wear network in the country to win a Logie. But not only one, six Logies. Mm. Most popular reality program, MasterChef. Good show. Most popular entertainment program, Gogglebox Australia. Love it. Most popular panel of current affairs program, The Project. Very good. Most popular comedy program, Have You Been Paying Attention? Your favourite. Yeah, correct. Most outstanding entertainment program, Have You Been Paying Attention? Your favourite. Most outstanding reality program, Australian Survivor, Champions and Contenders. Six Logies. And not only that, good old TG. Told you. Tommy Gossage. TG won the gold. Did you really? <laughs> no, not yeah. TG, Tommy Gleason. Oh, right. Yes. I've worked with Tommy. He's a good man. Yeah, he is a good His man. His speech was one to behold. Hey, Lock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't forget, Fremantle had a very special night on Friday night, and I want you to share with the podcast audience. It was Fremantle's 25 since 95. So, And I think they've tried to put them in positions. Yes. Who voted for it and how many people voted? Well, a 1,000 fans. Who? A thousand, a thousand fans voted for this. Was, team. was there a cap on how many could vote? <laughs> no, no, no. I think uh, it was available to everyone. No, hang on, hang on, hang on. So they've had a gala dinner. <laughs> yep. A gala dinner. Yep. And they've flown everyone in. Mm-hmm. And they've come up with the best twenty-five since ninety-five. Yep. As voted by how many? How many? It says a thousand fans voted. So there was a cap on a thousand. I could have no, any... there wasn't a cap. I don't think. I think it just says that a thousand fans put themselves out to vote. Were they selected fans? <laughs> no, they weren't selected. Were they nuffies? Not. I don't know who the fans were. So it was open to anybody on the website. From what I'm told, but I could be wrong. In position or areas. Yes. Not just the top. 25 and then they... No, no, they wanted a team. They wanted a team of 25. Can you share the 25? Yeah. Don't forget we're on time. Okay. So Hayden Parker, Grover... uh, Who's Hayden Parker? (laughs) (laughs) Hayden Parker? Roger Hayden. Oh, okay. Shane Parker, Anthony Grover. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, Johnson, McFarlane and Kickett. Michael Johnson, Lukey, Mac. Yep. Yep. They'll kick it. Yep. Yep. That's pretty handy. Stephen Hill, David Mundy, Shawnee Mack on the wing. Walters, Pavlich, Waterhouse at half forward. Who? Clive Waterhouse. Was he in their best 25? He's actually in their best 18. He's at half oh, forward. Oh, they're taking the mickey, aren't they? <laughs> Just, we'll get on to that. Farmer, Modra and Ballantyne. Who? Hayden Ballantyne and Tony Modra. Tony Modra, he's on fire. <laughs> um, Sandlands, Fife and Bell, the ruck, rucking department. Is, is it? Is Paul Hazelby in this team? I, I'm getting to him. <laughs> so on the bench, yep, Tim, yep. for the Fremantle's 25 since 95. Got it. Paul Hazelby. He made the bench. Lockie Neal. Troy Cook. Michael Barlow, Ryan Crowley, Justin Longmuir, and Ben Allen. What are your thoughts? <laughs> well, Paul Hazelby should be in the 18. Paul Hazelby's in Fremantle's best seven players of all time, so he's got to be in the 18 somewhere. Whether he's on the ball or at half forward, he's got to be in the team. 
Courtesy of Clive Waterhouse and the Fremantle Lockers, this was Clive, I'm led to believe, at the function with his tie not quite done up properly at the start of the function with a couple of uh, frothies in his hands, I reckon. Here's Clive. Hi, Freo fans. Uh, my pick for the forward line uh, shoe-in would be Pav. Um, definitely Sonny. I may think that uh, there might be a whiz in there and maybe a Modra and there might be uh, maybe a Waterhouse. I'm here, so maybe me. Oh, he nailed it, Clive. <laughs> he nailed the lineup. He must have known something. No, nice work. Um, who's unlucky? Okay, so who's let's unlucky? Get, let's get serious. I'm not sure who's unlucky. Can you think of anyone off the top of your head who's unlucky? For no, no. Position-wise... I don't want to be disrespectful, but I'm surprised they came up with 25. <laughs> no, but let's let's get serious. Okay. And sorry, sorry Freeman. This is respectful to every player, so we're not See, having Ben Allen shouldn't be in it. Ben Allen shouldn't be in it. And, and, not because and I love Ben no, no, Allen. He's not, a not, ripping bloke, yeah, but, but he played day, two years. And his best days were long gone. He was a Hawthorne Premiership player and a club champion yeah. in 91. Superstar. And he's, and, as in, and can I just rephrase that? Ben Allen should be in it based on the best players to have played for the club. Don't get me wrong. But his output for the club... What he did for correct, Fremantle. Correct, Yeah, Yeah, well, he's the first captain. Maybe he yeah. gets in with that. Yeah, but that's not... Is that, no, but is that's that, what I'm... So that's why he's getting in, isn't it? Who are these? Brad people? Hill's pretty unlucky, isn't he? Bradley Hill? If you just... Doig medalist. Yeah, yeah. If you're just, if you're just voting on sheer talent, because mm. that's what it seems... And, what he's, and also output for Fremantle. Yeah. Doig medalist, pretty handy player. Did Matthew Carr play a lot of footy for Matthew Fremantle? Matthew Carr played a lot of footy for Fremantle. Yeah, look, it's it's it's... And dare I bring up one bloke, because he is the greatest bloke of all time. Shawnee Mack? Yeah, servant. Hmm. Yeah, oh, look, He's I don't Mr. Know. Fremantle, isn't well, he? Well, that's what I'm worried about. What, the, what are the parameters of the team? Is it a popularity contest or is it the best available team? Hmm. What about Stephen O'Reilly? Would he have been unlucky? Yes. Yeah? Absolutely. But does he knock out... Shane Parker. You can't knock out Shane Parker. Well, you can knock him out, but you get reported. <laughs> but no, but he, he... Mate, put him on the bench. Put put O'Reilly on the bench. Yeah. Anyway, oh, look, look. it's a very debatable thing. Very debatable. Was Daniel Metropolis in it? No, he missed out. He should have been David Hines? Team. David Hines missed out. <laughs> Craig Wolf. Hey, Wolfie, he's a good man. Yeah. He's a good man, Wolfie. Mm. Uh, all right. Hey, we're going to take a break because we're really, really running over time. Coming up, left field, right field. You've got to ask me, Tim's top three. Yep, yep. I'm looking forward to introducing that. Read the play, Gostradamus, and we'll dissect the Derby. Derby 50. This is the Western Front Podcast. Thanks for listening. Back after we pay the bills. You're travelling through another dimension. Another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. But of mind. Journey into a wondrous land whose boundaries are that of imagination. That's the signpost up ahead. That's the sign your next up stop. Ahead. Your next stop, the Twilight Zone. The Twilight Zone. The Twilight Zone. All new The Twilight Zone. Hosted by Jordan Peele. Now streaming exclusively on 10 All Access. Ah, oh, I feel better now. Yeah, relaxed, ready to go. I'm going to get started. On the left field, right field. Start away. Left field question. Oh, left field. No, right field question. <laughs> <laughs> we go right first. Yeah. Right before left. Yeah. yeah. Right, left, right. Left. No, it doesn't sound right. Tim. Correct. Happy birthday, Daniel Ricardo, who's 30 today. Oh, happy birthday. Danny Rick. Ricciardo. Uh, 
Do teams take their foot off the pedal mm. when opposition sides are missing star players? And this goes back to Fremantle's performance against Carlton. Mm. If you ask a player, they'll say no. But I think in between, they, look, they're only human. So they would have woken up and oh, gee, Cripps has not been picked. McKay's not been picked. And then Kerno gets injured early doors and the structure sort of changes. I don't think there's an intention and it certainly wouldn't come from the coach's box. I think the coach's box would go, oh, dear me, let's try and keep them up. Um, but I think you're only human to suggest that Carlton came across here that Fremantle would have thought, we've got these boats covered without their best player. And Patrick Cripps is not just their best player. He's in the best three in the AFL. Yeah, and at quarter time when you're five goals up as well and you think, mm, we'll just get through this game because we've got a derby next week to prepare for. Do you think they were already looking ahead? I reckon. Gee, that's a big call because I'm not so sure players can do that. Oh, yeah, I can look ahead today. I'm, I'm looking ahead to Friday because I know that the weekend's coming and I get days off. It's, but it's only Monday. We're recording this podcast Monday morning. This yeah, but is I'm it. already looking to Friday for the weekend. This is Series 1, okay. Episode 5. When yeah. is the Derby, may I ask? Saturday, no, Saturday night, it is. Saturday night. beauty on Saturday night. Yeah. You're going to be... Well, I don't know. Will you be working? I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know at this stage. All right. Your right field question... Looks like I'm running the show now. My right field question to you is, mm. which club would you like to be coaching in the AFL in three years' time? So, if it was based on uh, my heart, I would love to coach the Melbourne Football Club, Tim. But I think your question relates to who has the most talented list and who in three years' time will get me a premiership and I'll be a premiership coach. Yeah, so it wouldn't be Melbourne? No. <laughs> I... Did you know Carlton is one win away from being above Melbourne on the ladder? I know. I like Carlton, what I saw from yesterday. I think they've got a pretty good spine and they've got Paddy Cripps, so you hook him up for a fair few years. But I'm going to go Brisbane, the Brisbane Lions, only because... I like their spine. They're young. They're young. They've got some talent in the key positions. Yeah. Harris Andrew, how, Andrews how is, is champ. Andrews? McVay can play good footy. They've got a, a pretty good midfield. And in three years' time, although Zorko's still thir- oh, he's 30 now, I think he could still be playing a role of some sort mm. in three years' time. Lockie Neal's just going to get better and so better. So Zorko will go back forward where he started. Yeah. So he's gone forward, mid and go back forward and stand out a half-forward flank or a forward pocket, yeah? So the only players I can see not being part of this team in three years' time, Luke Hodge. Yep. Uh, Robinson, he's hit 30. So he could still be around Just. playing a role, but be other may not be. Him. Their only weakness I can see, and look, pardon my ignorance, but there could be one coming through uh, in the junior ranks, but Steph Martin, the Ruckman. Yeah. Have they got a capable Ruckman that can stand up in three years' time. Martin's yeah. 32 years of age. Maybe Oscar McInerney. Oscar McInerney, yeah. Player. Okay. But, but you're but right. Mate, they they may have to try and trade in for a hmm. ready-made Ruckman. But yep. uh, I like Brisbane. I think they're... Okay. And also, it's the old thing. They haven't got pressure up there in Brisbane. Hmm. So they can just cruise through a season. Even in finals, the hype is not going to be as big as uh, Melbourne, Carlton, etc. So... Yeah, I think I'm on the Lions, and okay. I think they've got a good coach as no, well. Cool. Yeah, mm. they've got a very good. Oh, they've got a good, happy coaching manager. Group. Yeah, that's what yes. he is. Because I don't think he, I don't think he does a lot of the coaching. I think that's left to to others. Uh, just for for what it's worth, mine would be Sydney. I think Sydney's got a great list. Really? Think, yeah, yeah. I think. Would Sydney. Buddy be there in no, three years' time? No, no. 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 He'd be counting his money and yeah, living kids, the high life. Having kids. Uh, left field question, Tim. Go. If CBS 
Hello, CBS. Yep. If CBS came to you and said, Tim, <laughs> Tim, mate, we mate, want... Mate, I'm lucky to have a job, <laughs> let alone no, well, get just, a promotion. Mate, it's a right field question. It's left a dream. Field, left field. Left field. Oh, my God. I'm confused. <laughs> anyway. Who's on the drugs left, here? Really? Left field question. Go ahead. If CBS came to you and said, Timmy G, we want you to have your own show. Oh. Right? And it's going to be a uh, interview type oh, show please. called Goss Age. Right? Why don't you executive produce it? Yeah, I, I will. No. Don't worry about no, that. No, but anyway, it's Goss Age. I'd, I'd, I'd feel like you want the job. <laughs> you set it up for your own takeover. <laughs> Put a knife in the back of the chair. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> anyway, who would be the first person Whoa. that you would interview on your new show? Yep. On Network 10. Yep. And what would be the first question that you would ask them? Wow, that is so good. Has to be sport? No, it can be no, it can be anything you want. Anything you want. You might need to shave down for the show too. You're looking a little scruffy to be honest. Right now. But anyway. <laughs> I'm just stretching so that you get a bit more time. It's, well, that's a hard question. Mm. So I've got my own sit-down show. show. Yep. It's called Goss Age. So you can go back in time and go ahead of time. I probably would go back to a bloke, and I'm not going to name him because I can't. I'm sure I said who would be the well, first well, well, talent well, I that think, you... I think they would know. They're probably not listening to the podcast. Right. I would go back to the bloke who told me that because I wore glasses and had a funny voice. <laughs> You're going to do the Michael Jordan. I probably wouldn't be on TV. <laughs> and I think I've survived. Isn't that what uh, Michael Jordan did years. to his high school basketball coach? Is that what he, is that what he, is that what he, he did? Uh, yeah, apparently he, he uh, invited him to the Hall of Fame speech <gasps> and then got stuck into him. No. Yeah. See, I'm not do, I would not do that because the, the gentleman that told me that has, was a significant... Stuart Joint was his name. Right. He was the initial. He was the news director in our Channel Ten newsroom, mm-hmm. and I came in as a casual just to write a few stories and and, and do some, you know, scripts basically. Uh, and I had another job elsewhere. So and I under Ian Brayshaw, Peter Ensel, Lisa Dalton, many moons ago, almost thirty years ago, and I and I remember he, and I sort of had aspirations. And he said, "Look, it's going to." He didn't say you you couldn't make it, but you had a bit of work to do. Mm-hmm. So to him, I would get him and say, if you had your time over again, would you have said it? He provided me the inspiration. And I'm not bitter about it much. No, um, <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, and Mick Moldhouse. I'd love to sit yeah, with Mick. And, really? And, and I'd like him to be honest about some of the things that he did to us because he changed the way we covered football in this town. Mm. Fair call? Okay, yeah, it'd be a good show. All righty. Good show. Yeah, Goss H. Goss uh, H. My question to you is, Yeah. on Saturday, you went and saw your son Ben play for Subiaco. Yes. Played his second league game. What, well under yep. the chop? Anyway. And you were there as a guest in the West Perth pregame? Yes, I was. Dennis yes. Cometti was there. Suzanne, your wife, was yep. there. Uh, Brett Raponi did all the interviews. Yep. George Young, my... George Young, And yep. Bill Dempsey, two of my great You know, idols. you always say to me, George Young is your idol. I know I'm invading in your question. But, That's right. So I introduced my wife to George Young, and I said to Suze, to make it relevant for her, I said, this is Goss's football idol. Yep. And he looked at me and said, Really? I'm positive you told him that. hundred percent. I told him at the Hall of Fame. Did he think there was another goss out there that maybe... No. 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 He's just being humble. Right. Yep. 
three or four more beers into him and he dead set. would have been singing it from the rooftops. <laughs> uh, he was very good. It was a good little He's chat. A funny Bill man. Dempsey he, and him. Oh, two uh, funny great man. stories. Yeah, 1973, 10, 12 to 6-4. Yeah, thank you. That was won. mentioned 20 times throughout the day. <laughs> yeah. Well, Subi lost the three home and away games yep. and the second semi and then had to go through the prelim, won the prelim, and 10-12 to 6-4. You didn't have Phil Smith, who was your leading goal kicker. Yeah, and George of... Young wasn't playing in that game. No, he'd left. Uh, in Subi. He'd gone, he'd, to Subi, gone, to he'd gone to St Kilda to yeah. get Ross Smith and Gary Crouch. Ross right. Smith was the coach of Subi. He told the story very quickly. We'll get back onto your question in a moment. He told the story about, uh, he was asked, how did you get over to yeah. St Kilda? And he said, oh, to be honest, no one showed any interest. So I wrote three letters, <laughs> one to St Kilda, one to North Melbourne, I think it might have been, and one to another club. And he said, didn't hear from one of the clubs. Uh, the other club said, oh, we'll keep an eye out for you. And the Saints said, yeah, we're interested, mate. We'll we'll have a look at you over the next year and we'll get you across. Beautiful footballer. Mm. Beautiful footballer and a legend bloke. Hey, okay, yeah, so um, uh, so I was going to say, you were in that, yes. in there. Yeah. You're cheering for Ben. You've got one yeah. eye on Ben, but yep. you're a dyed-in-the-wool West per- <laughs> Sorry, you were a dyed-in-the-wool West Perth supporter. Yep. How was it? So Honest answer. Honest answer. I always thought that you couldn't not support the team that you sort of grew up uh, barracking for. And I remember the day when I went to Mike Ellis when his son was playing for Illawarra against the Wildcats in a grand final series. And I said to Mike, surely you're barracking a little bit for the Cats. He goes, mate, blood is thicker than water. And I must say... It hurts me to say, but I was cheering for Subiaco. Yeah, good man. Yeah. Well done. I, I, I can imagine it being very, 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 very difficult. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. Well but, done. Um, anyway, got under chops. How'd he go? It was a good game. Yeah, he was rock solid. Yep. Rock solid. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Will he be dropped soon? <laughs> Could possibly be. He's three soon. games away from a blazer. I know. The, so maybe just, just sort of. Although on the footy budget, yeah. it said he's played four games leading into this weekend. I said, <laughs> go to the club and say, where's my blazer? Because I've played five games. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, you've got to ask me now. Tim's top three. We're running out of time. Yes. This is our podcast. This is episode five, series one. Tim's top three, ladies and gentlemen. What are your three, two and one, Tim? Sydney Stack, Nick Natanui, Mark Murphy. There it is. Bang. Just like that. Sydney Stack, Nick Natanui, Mark Murphy. Yeah. Tim's top three. Sydney Stack, Nick Natanui, Mark Murphy. All significant players on the weekend. Yeah. Mark Murphy. Kicked the winning goal. Sydney Stack. Four goals. And Mark of the Year contender. Yeah, yeah. Well, and yeah, and Nick Nat back and con- big contributor. Well, that's a little... That's not one of your best. Usually there's you've, a better link. Oh, would, would you like me to give you the link now? <laughs> What's the link? Nick Natanui. Yeah. Sydney Stack. Mark Murphy. Oh my heavens above! <laughs> For those out there, I'm yeah. looking at a bloke. I oh. am. I am seriously. I am so Nick. loaded up on gear that I don't know what postcode I'm in, and I'm looking yeah. at a bloke who's absolutely clean skin, right? Yeah. Apart from one cordial that he's had this morning. Yeah. Sydney Stack. Yeah. Just explain it, mate. Because S S Nick Natanui oh N N. Mark Murphy. No, it's not. No, that's probably your worst top three. Oh, it's a beauty. To be honest, folks, top three dumped from now on. Who wins the derby? uh, Who wins the derby? Uh, West Coast Eagles. West Coast Eagles. Read the play. Yep. Can I give a read the play? Uh, Channel 10 news set. (laughs) The Channel 10 news set is having a major overhaul. uh, Management into a spin... There's been demands by the sports reader 
Tim Gossage has ordered a throne to be inserted into the news desk so that he can sit there with his bad back. <laughs> It'll be installed within two weeks of his return. You know that's not going to happen. <laughs> Mate, I walked past Frank Rochella, who is in this room. Hang on, I'll knock. Frankie! <laughs> and he confirmed that you have put in a request to have a... Because th- usually you sit on a stool on the news set, and because you've got your bad back... Neck. Neck, back, neck, whatever. <laughs> you have ordered a throne. They're just working out the colours now that well, let goes me tell you with something. the blue background. Let me tell you, when you take as many tablets as I have over the last two weeks, <laughs> yeah. being on a throne is not something that you do. There hasn't been a lot of bowel movement, Lock. <laughs> Thank I'm, you. I'm constipated, Lockie. Okay. You've got to take a drink called moving or movil something All right, to let's, move your guts. We're going to wrap it up because we've got to do the boats and <laughs> All righty. Uh, Gostradamus. Gostradamus is that Ross Lyon won't be the coach of the female lockers after this year. Oh, dear. No, he will be. I'm only joking. Look, just trying to... No, but seriously, Fremantle, all on the line. Don't win the derby, can't make the eight. That is Gostradamus. All right, Bankwest Player of the Year votes. $10,000 to the charity of choice. We're going to give 3-2-1 to both the Eagles and the Dockers games. West Coast Eagles, three votes. Jack Darling started the game superbly, finished it uh, really well. Luke Shuey got the two. Last quarter. Last quarter got him over the line and the Shep, just because he's a good bloke and a good player, <laughs> I'm putting him with the one. One vote to Blakely, did he get at the Dockers? Yes, one bloke uh, one bloke for, for Blakely. <laughs> Can't speak. <laughs> Two to McCarthy and three to Nat Five. Fifey's leading the way, 21 ahead of Shuey on 14 and Walters on 13. Thanks to Bank West, $10,000 to the charity of choice of the winning player. So Nat Five's got an unassailable lead. He's on 21 votes. Now... Just confirming with me, mm. Fremantle's 25 since 95. Yes. But Clive Waterhouse made it. And, in the, and not just in it. He's in the 18 at but, half forward. Did Trent Crowe make it? No, he didn't. Remember the famous question? Yes. What was the question? Crowe, can you play? Can yeah. You play the game? <laughs> of course I can. Can you play? <laughs> hey, thanks for listening. It's good to be back. Nice to see you, Lockie. Yeah, good to see you, Tim. When are you, when are you officially back? There will be Just no official TBA. return. Yeah, TBA. 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 Thanks for downloading. Spread the word. Follow us on Twitter, WFrontW. We'll catch you next week.